Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, I'm Pearl. This place packed, huh? Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from South Africa. Oh, I bet you're glad to be here, huh? You looking for work? Excuse me. I heard it's very natural out there. I bet you have wild animals running around in your backyard, right? What a jerk! Wait, well, where are you? Stereotypes and preconceived notions are a huge part of our mental frameworks. Most of us have been primed into thinking a certain way about things we don't have much experience with. Oftentimes, the conclusions we have about people, places, or things come from a number of messages we encounter in our daily lives. Where do these ideas come from? How accurate are these judgments, and do they have the potential to be harmful? What stereotypes are there about people from your race, nation, or creed? What do you think about them, and what generalizations do you have for others? This the word, the show where we get real responses from real people about real life. Hang with us as we chat with people from all over the world and find out what the word is on the street about some of the world's most common and outrageous issues. Want to get a global perspective? We got you covered on what's, what's the word. Hey, what's good, everyone? We're back with another episode of What's the Word. I'm TJ Reed, and today we're going to take a look at generalizations and. How they make people feel these days. So that intro that you just heard with that guy at the bar—that actually happened to me. <laughs> so do people really actually make these kind of statements to be insulting or arrogant, or are they sincerely trying to make a connection with someone they have absolutely no clue about personally? And today I got with me in the studio a newfound friend of mine and video editor here at the office, Olia. And the foodie that always tries to lose weight. <laughs> and professional foodie, that's right. <laughs> yeah, professional foodie, that's me. Well, in this exciting topic, we're going to get to the nitty gritty on what people may think about you, even though you've never met. Ever had a reputation precede you? Well, what happens when that doesn't go in your favor? Well, let's talk about it on today's episode. So, Olia, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm an omnivorous Jewish Ukrainian Israeli. Oh wow, that's a long <laughs> title. <laughs> yeah, those exist as well. All right, all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me on the show. You ready to find out what the world is saying? I'm dying to. All right, let's do it. Hi, my name is Roy Luo from Beijing, China. My name is Guilherme. I am from Brazil. My name is Carl from the USA. What's a common stereotype that you've heard about you? Well, I'm Brazilian, so people always think that I love football and I'm really good dancer, especially samba.、Uh, well, although I really like football, I hate to dance, so that that part is not true. I think the most common stereotype about me is、uh, I think most of people they'll be a little bit surprised, like, "Wow, you are tall." And、uh, I'm, my eyes are not really big, but, but I'm not. I don't have like squinty eyes, like a, just like a slice of paper that kind of size. What I have heard about myself is I'm a good dancer. I've been told this by countless of people. And you know what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can honestly say this: 
When MJ was alive, and by MJ, I mean Michael Jackson, he had nothing on me. I could move, baby. Yeah. What's a common stereotype people have about your ethnic or racial group? The most common stereotype about Chinese people, eyes are really small and they're short and skinny. I think this is kind of old image about Chinese people. I mean, we were used to be like this, and uh, but that's a long time ago. It is said that black people love a watermelon. Another is black people are great dancers. I am Latino, so I think people think that Latinos are really hot or like the dancers, people like people that talk too much and pretty open. I think in general these stereotypes are true. Not all of them, but are stereotypes completely false or is there some truth between the lines? I honestly think that most stereotypes, most, okay, there is just maybe a hint of truth. I think it's like half and half. I think some of the stereotypes are definitely false. Some of stereotypes are they're right. I think stereotypes over time have been so grossly exaggerated that finding that little iota of truth is very difficult. I think most of people think Chinese Chinese people cannot drive. They don't they don't know how to drive. But actually, I think Chinese people they handle the car pretty well. Uh, think about the, the traffic in the, in those major cities in China. It's terrible. People exaggerate when they're saying something, but in general, those things are true. Like the Irish are pre- really drunk all the time. The Chinese are really working all the time. It's not a stereotype. That's that's the real thing. They're working like six days a week and maybe like eleven hours. Yeah, that's that's the real deal. I can say that. I know the feeling. I think Carl from the U.S., he, he made some statements about black people, and I thought that it was kind of interesting because when I, when I left the U.S. and I was to Japan and, of course, you know, when I lived in Korea and here in China, a lot of people do kind of, ex- they look at me like, you can dance really well, right? You know, with this assumption that I can definitely dance. And, I, you know, I look at them and I'm like, yeah, I, I can move a little bit, but I, I, I'm not really a big fan of dancing. Really? And they just look so shocked. Like, well, you at least have to know how to play basketball, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's another one. Basketball. A lot of people assume that you know, since I'm I'm a young black man, that I have to play basketball, and I've been invited everywhere so many times to go and play, and it's just like, look, guys. I used to play, okay, back in the day. But, you know, now I'm kind of over it. I mean, Michael Jordan retired already. I'm done. So here's a question for you. Do you think that these stereotypes are being reinforced by the movies? Come on. Where where else does it come from? Singing. Every time you look at black people on movies, we're singing, we're dancing, we're playing sports and from the underworld or criminals, you know, this kind of thing. So that's something that you know it's it's hard to shake off i mean no matter where you go people kind of have this um this thought that oh man you better watch this black guy he might you know he's, <laughs> he might he might mug you or he might rob you i've seen people i've been on the subway since i've been abroad okay and i'll sit down and people will look look at me twice and they'll get up and move to a different part of the train and it's like wow really do i scare people that much 
I mean, I, where does that come from? You know, it's it's it's, it's really tough to know. And he, I mean, I I have to blame the you know the movie industry because it's like where else would you get this kind of feeling? Like it's like when you see a black guy walk across the street or you know hold on to your purse or lock and your, your babies, <laughs> lock your doors, know, and your man. wives. It's like like the boogeyman. It's great. You say hide your wives. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But what about you? I mean, in terms of. Um, your ethnicity what what have you heard so basically you have to distinguish between being an israeli and being a jew okay which most people probably think that israelis are no they're not there are like multiple religions in israel okay so there's that um if i'm talking about being a jew which i basically they say that we all look alike we have curly dark hair which yes i fit the stereotype we have dark eyes yes i fit the stereotype we have this huge crooked nose no i don't fit the stereotype and we all look the same you know we have this pot of jar of gold that we're like guarding from the others and we're really greedy and like you know a pot little... of gold like leprechauns or what? yeah like goblins from harry potter that was what i was about to say <laughs> in green gods, yeah, and uh, and then they say that Jews are really smart and mm. they're good with business and they're good, good with, with money. business and money. I've heard this one. Yeah, I heard this one before. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone knows, maybe I'm not a real Jew if I don't have a business like by the time I'm thirty. I mean, there's just so many, and it's just. Um, Sometimes it works out for you in certain ways, but sometimes it can just get a little bit old. And, I, you know, the example I voiced earlier where people, you know, look at me like like I'm suspect, it just uh, it, it gets old. And I think that, again, you know, all over the world, people have different different views. For example, like Latinos or, you know, Latinas. Great lovers. Great, is it great lovers, huh? You <laughs> no. I also heard they're good with barbecue and, you know, meats in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, yeah, that, to me, that doesn't sound like a bad one, but um, I haven't actually heard that one. I've heard that they're, yeah, obviously, they're great, you know, they're great dancers, the cha-cha and the and, and uh, the hips salsa. better. Yeah, they, and, you know. <laughs> hips don't lie, know? right? <laughs> yeah, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I think that just proves my point. Like, media really does kind of reinforce these things and... Earlier, I mentioned how for us, it's always we're always seen as like a, a piece of entertainment, you know, like we don't have any other anything else to contribute to society. It's like never mind your Lewis Latimer's, Robert Smith's and David Stewart's, you know, we're always, you know, singing and dancing in some sort. And I was just wondering, like, were you ever asked to rap? I was asked if I knew how to, but that one. Um, but that's like the major test for being black. No? Oh. Like, if you're black, you should know how to rap. You know what's funny is I feel like that's a stereotype back in the United States. Really? When I left the United States, I, I didn't, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people, like, expected that of me. But when I was in America, a lot of people were like, come on, Tony, give a, bust, a, bust a rhyme for us, man. Come on. <laughs> You know, defining stereotype is kind of uh, something that's a bit uh, challenging. And so I went to simplypsychology.org and dug up a definition. And apparently it's a fixed or overgeneralized belief about a particular group or class of people. For example, 
um, Hell's Angels, they all wear, uh, you know, they're bikers and they wear leather. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure, you know, I mean, we, we listed a few earlier, right? You know, Latinos can dance really well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, apparently black people can too. And <laughs> Jewish people are excellent with money, right? And one advantage of stereotypes is that they, I guess they can enable us to respond uh, rapidly to certain situations. You don't have to figure people out. You can just say, okay, you know, this person is part of this group, so... This is what they do, right? right? So I guess it's less mental work. But one disadvantage, obviously, is it ignores uh, you know the individual differences uh, between um, different people. You know, therefore, we th- things that we think about people may not be true. So sometimes you can overgeneralize. And I think uh, Roy made an, an interesting example when he was talking about you know Chinese people. Apparently, uh, they can't drive, and uh, <laughs> I think that that's kind of funny. But I think for obviously for a Chinese person that may not be funny, especially the uh, the stereotype about the, uh, the the eyes and all of this kind of stuff. And it's um, when it's generalized on a global scale, it can it can be pretty hurtful, especially now. I mean, with all the you know the Asian um, you know violence spike that's going on right now in the states. I mean, now I mean you have to be really careful. You know, I mean, I think people are being more careful now about how they mm-hmm. address uh, different groups of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't generalize Asians by their small eyes, but like in terms of driving, actually, they're driving by their own rules. And there are actually Chinese rules to actually how you cross the street. For us, the foreigners, it's just find a Chinese person that's crossing the street (laughs) and just hide behind him because he knows what he's doing. You don't. Yes, when in Rome, right? I mean, I, 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 I'm laughing because when I first came here, that was I was terrified to walk across the street. Because yeah, it and was then you find so a different. Chinese person. My light would be green, but cars were still going. Exactly. You know I mean? so and it's you're like, like, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> so yeah, you really do have to follow the person across the street. So yeah, different traffic rules. You know, obviously people are going to have different ways how they go about that. But I actually agree with you that like sometimes we overgeneralize our stereotypes and. There's no doubt that the media creates those in us because sometimes you just read news from whatever source you're reading the news from. And, you know, we're living in this world. Everything is political. Yeah. There's agenda to everything. Yeah, so yeah. whenever you're reading the newspaper, whenever you're watching a show that's trying to make a point about any ethnicity, you have to ask yourself, okay, so what's their agenda? Why are they saying that? Is that the whole truth? Because I know as an Israeli that sometimes we're being villainized, like more than we really are. And, you know, people from across the globe have this specific understanding of who we are. Okay, Israel, yeah, they like war. Sure, we do, like every other person. And so, you know, you you brought that up. And I just, I don't, I've never been to Israel, but the imagery of Israel is always people have these, you know, AK-47s, they're in like combat boots, you of know, course. fatigues, and it's like, they're, they're either in war or they're preparing for it. Yes, we, of course, that's what we're living for. <laughs> no, sorry for my sarcasm. That's also a very Israeli thing because, you know, we're so used to having these things told about us that, you know, they're, you cannot tell a person the truth because if they believe in something, they will not change their mind oh. unless they actually come to that place and see for themselves. And even then, they still might not even change their minds. I mean, how many things you've heard about China before coming here? Oh, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, before I came to China, I... <laughs> 
I heard a lot of things, and some things were way off, and some things were there spot was a on. lot. Of, yeah, were spot on. You know, but like one was the uh, the pollution. I was told when I, and I came here in 2015. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a year where, uh, yeah, there was still a lot of work to be done. And uh, when I got here, it was this, it was, yeah, it was really polluted. And the sky, I couldn't see the sky. And that was like, you know, my, kind of my first experience with that. And also I I heard that it would be extremely um, populated here. That's definitely something that was, that's true. It's really crowded. I've never, I've never seen crowds like this before. (laughs) But on the other hand, I was told like, you know, you know, and people were extremely xenophobic and you would be pointed at and. But obviously, when I came here, I mean, people were actually, you know, quite friendly and quite open to me being here in China. So that was something that I was kind of, uh, it was a it was a pleasant surprise to know that people were actually really warm to foreigners. And not staring and pointing at me like I'm Blackzilla walking through the streets. You know? Yeah, I mean, you always get this... Uh imagery from all kinds of media sources like about Russians that there are bears walking around Russia playing the balalaika and wearing those fur hats I mean come on we're in 2021 like chill same goes about Israel they yeah. think that we're just this big desert which is not very wrong but also not so true and uh, they always think that we're a military nation and that's so not true I personally wasn't in the army but my partner was Mm. and uh, he was a driver. Mm. So it has nothing to do with so actual it combat. It didn't involve an AK-47. And no, no. no. <laughs> Maybe like watching it from afar. And okay. like, you know, Israel has so much to offer because we're either being spoken about as the innovation nation with our mm. technology and everything, green tech, whatever tech. I don't understand which tech because I'm a hum- you know, humanities student. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, either that or uh, or the war thing. But we also have a really good food. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah and, I've know. heard a little bit about it. Not not a whole lot, of course. That doesn't, you know. That, I guess the dishes don't really make its way to the U.S. that much, unless you really, really dig. But I've heard since I've been out of the U.S. that Israeli food is pretty good. It is. Should get more representation. In the Absolutely. World. Well, that's certainly a different angle to look at a stereotype. But let's let's get a few more perspectives from our participants. Let's hear it. Do you feel stereotypes are helpful? Why or why not? I could not tell you the amount of times I have been approached at work, uh, just at the mall, um, and people have said to me, wow, you must be a great basketball player. And oh, wow, you're a great dancer. And yes, 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 I've even asked. Do you love watermelon? Surely you must love watermelon. You're a black guy. So I'd be, uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say I don't think stereotypes are truly helpful. They are helpful, but you should be careful. Yeah, it helps you, but you should know that it's not 100% true. In general, like most of them will be. And that's the part which helps you. If you know that, and when you go to France, you will avoid speaking in another language than French. Can you think of some common stereotypes of people all over the world? Uh, I know, I know the Americans are they love to talk. The Japanese are really polite and uh, focus on details. And uh, Korean people, maybe most of them, they're work uh, workaholic. For the Western or European countries. I think the people are pretty sophisticated. They're really polite. 
do know how to enjoy their lives. Wow. Okay. Chinese people are brilliant mathematicians. Black people, they are great athletes. Thai people, wow. Look at that smile. <laughs> Italian people, oh, they really just love pizza. And my favorite French people, mi amore, the country of love. They're great lovers. Brazil have this stereotype that British people are always on time. Uh, we have the stereotype that the Japanese are super smart and they are always studying. The Canadians are educated, polite, polite. Italians are all very passionate people. In Spain, the people there are a little bit lazy. I heard that in China, people are very smart and working a lot. And the Germans, they always follow the rules. Are they reinforced or exaggerated? Uh, yes, they are definitely reinforced in uh, different ways. Uh, like, I love movies. Good people or superheroes, they're mostly uh, white people. I mean, the bad guys are they're like kind of different colors. I mean, they're from Middle East, Asian, or black. So, I mean, that's pretty bad stereotypes for the other different colors of people. But actually, they're changing that. Quite honestly, I think I will have to go with exaggerated. I say this because it's like anything. Uh, in every ethnic group, you have some of all the great qualities, but you also have some of the stereotypes. And so it just says that we're people, we're normal. And uh, in every good, there's a little bad, and in every bad, there's a little good. I don't know if they're exaggerated or not. When you think about Italian people, you always think about them speaking with the hands and say chitra, and think every time you see a Japanese, they will be studying or something like this. Yeah, I think it's exaggerated, but it's in a funny way, you know. Can you think of a time when your preconceived notion about something or someone was wrong? Definitely. I remember my first time in China. I was a nervous wreck. I expected the worst. I thought that it was going to just be totally outrageous in terms of just the people, the culture. I mean, probably I watched too much movies from, from Hollywood. So, I mean, I got a little bit bad image about the Middle East people there, Muslim culture. And I got there and I was like, wait a minute, where were the mean people? Where is the communist government coming to make my life miserable? What I realize is, no matter where you are, stereotypes are going to be there. But it was incredible. They were wonderful. But I, I've been there, and I found out they're cool people, and they're really nice and friendly. So that's that's totally wrong image I had, and actually changed my mind about the Middle East. Oh yeah, of course, everybody has it. For example, not all Brazilians will love football. Not all Americans will be stupid. You know, I've heard, I think I've heard quite a few stereotypes about Americans. You know, I've heard, okay, that we're fat, right? Okay, we're the fast food, like, nation. I mean, is that wrong? <laughs> no, I can't disagree with that. We got a lot of fat people. 
that were violent. Okay, I, I, yeah, I can, I can. I mean, who's not? Look at the history of humankind. Yeah, but America, we're kind of exceptionally. Oh, violent. you're accepting that stereotype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I accept that one. And uh, obsessed with celebrities. You know, people say we're arrogant. I've heard these before, but stupid. I just, I don't know. That gets under my skin a little. Can you believe this guy? I invite him on my show to comment on certain things, <laughs> and he's gonna insult me and call me stupid. I mean, uh, can ah. I not comment on that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And I think um, Roy from uh, from Beijing, he, he brought up something, too, about, you know, the Middle East. And I think they have a really, especially in the U.S., there's, they have a bad rap. And I think that Hollywood, Why? Hollywood has done their part, you know, on that for sure. And probably the Bush administration. Why? Because Jews own Hollywood, oh. the world. <laughs> that, hey, that's, that's, that's another one. That's something that, that you know, kind of circulates around, too. Really? Yeah. But, you know, like, U.S. Jews and Israeli Jews are totally different. The perspective is just, you know, it's, it's, um, it's so different. I'm not really sure, really, what to believe sometimes. So, I mean, it's, again, it's just tough. It's like, what's, what's real and what's not? It's like you're only, or the only, only way that you can really judge is if you go there yourself. But we can't really go everywhere in the world, right? Why not? I mean, we have like 70 years of lifespan. <laughs> 70 years. Hopefully. Okay. Well, maybe 80 for those of us who are lucky. Hmm. And, you know, you have enough time. The world is smaller by the day. Well, yeah, you got a point there. It is getting smaller. I think we're, try we're, we're getting around a lot, mainly by the internet these days. True. But even then, it's still... And there are so many trolls over there. Yes, yes. You got a lot of trolls everywhere, unfortunately. And where's the fake news and where's the real stuff? Do you think that these, these stereotypes are helpful? Some are. Some. Some, yes. Because, I mean, sometimes you can use a stereotype to your advantage. How so? For instance, again, Jews, like, we can make you think we know how to make money. Because we're apparently good with money again. Right, right. Or sell you, I don't know, air or snow or something like that. You know, just things that you don't need because we're Jews. Hmm, that's a that. different perspective. You know, and since I've left the United States, I, there's one stereotype about, um, well, white people in general. Apparently, they're the best to teach the English language. And, Especially in China, right? Well, not just in China, but when I was in Korea and like you know some of these places, it was like you know there would be people from English-speaking countries, but if they weren't white, they would be kind of like looked at like, mm, are you really from the United States or are you really from an English-speaking country? But if the person was white and they could be from a place that where English is not their first language and they can't even really speak the language well, they would still get the opportunity. You know, so that, I think that's a, a huge stereotype that, um, well... Yeah, I actually have a story genre. about that. I was studying before that in a small town in China, and my roommate was this girl, white skin, you know, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair, mm. the perfect stereotype. <laughs> and uh, she was asked to teach at school English. Oh. And she's like from some Slavic country, and her English level is around hello and goodbye. <laughs> Oh, and goodbye. <laughs> yeah, and, and she was accepted. And I knew some was. guys who were black, and they were from the States, and they were not. Oh, and it, this actually pissed me off. Yeah, that sounds like a familiar story. I mean, but uh, that's, yeah, that's stereotypes for you. And I think that's a case where they're actually not very helpful for, you know, obviously for, for obvious reasons. I mean, you know, if you want to make money and you cannot do to your 
skin color, you could always buy a book that says how to make money like a Jew. They have those in China. Really? Yes, it's a true story as well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, I think this is a, a, a pretty sensitive topic, and I want to thank you for sharing this time and actually sharing some stereotypes about, you know, a lot of things that you've experienced in your life being uh, an Israeli or a Jew. Sure, thanks. And um, There's th one stereotype that is true. Yeah, what's And that? you can say it to every Jew, and they will say that it is true. Okay, what's that? Whenever you have two Jews, there are three opinions. I think that's a, that's a famous book, Three Opinions. Why do you say that? Because they cannot agree on anything. <laughs> and you cannot stereotype people by the fact that they're from somewhere. And I think that's a beautiful segue into wrapping this up. Olia, thank you so much for thank doing you. this. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on the show. And of course, I want to give a quick shout out to all of our voice contributors. Roy from Beijing, Carl from the U.S., and Gui from Brazil. And to all of you listeners out there, thanks for sticking with us all the way through to the 10th and final episode of Season 1. And of course, Season 2 is in the works. So if any of you have any questions or comments or suggestions, and most definitely, if you want to lend your voice for the next season, or maybe some topics you'd like to hear on the show, send us an email and we'll be in touch. I'm TJ Reed. You guys are a phenomenal audience. And we'll see you next season. Peace. Feel free to message us on your thoughts and questions via email or voice message. And guys, we love comments and ratings, so spread the word. Listeners, be advised that views and statements made are for entertainment purposes only and do not in any way reflect the beliefs of our organization.